Hi, I'm Derek Coburn, author of Networking Is Not Working, and you're listening to the App Guy Podcast. The App Guy Podcast. Straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy. Sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. The App Guy Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy Podcast. It's me, your host. I'm Paul Kemp, and it's with great pleasure that I've got just a terrific guest uh, lined up for us today, and we can learn a load from this guest. Uh, his name is Tim Page, and he is at ConversionCast. So if you go over to ConversionCast.com, and uh, he, he just a load of information on there. Tim, it's a really a warm welcome to you on the App Guy Podcast. Paul, thanks so much for having me here. I, I'm really excited. So I'd love to learn, firstly, a little bit about your uh, background, what it is that you attracted you to online marketing and to this online space, and, uh, you know, a a little bit about your personal life as well. Yeah, sure. So um, most importantly, you know, at least to me, uh, I'm a a husband and a dad. I have a six-month-old baby boy named Owen. He's the greatest thing in the world. So um, that's kind of what (laughs) what motivates me to do everything. And, and he's the, you know, the main reason I got into online marketing in the first place. Um, I spent actually several years after college, uh, at, you know, I, I had actually a career playing music and I was on tour, uh, touring all over the United States. Uh, and, and we did, you know, we did fairly well. We played on MTV and, you know, we, we toured uh, all 48 continental U.S. states and got signed and did all these awesome things. Uh, but there's not a lot of money in doing that unless you get to a certain crazy level. Uh, even most of you know people's favorite bands are are really struggling to get by and pay the bills. And so you know I spent some time trying to figure out what I could do that I would be as passionate about as I was music. And um, and so I <laughs> I thought about entrepreneurship and I've I've always done some form of sales. So we were you know we were marketing our music and. You know, I was constantly selling us to the next promoter and that kind of thing. And so uh, I, I actually I went to this job interview and got connected with a company uh, <laughs> selling door to door vacuums. So uh, I sold door to door vacuums for a long time. Uh, these were three thousand dollar vacuums. Um, and and what, I did, what, was, what was the company? Uh, it, it was called Pro Aqua. Right. We were a competitor of Kirby and, and Rainbow and all that. And, um, and so I, I rose through the ranks and I opened my own office and, you know, I was making six figures a year. I was really crushing it, making more money than I ever, you know, you know, thought that I would make. But the problem was I was working 12 to 16 hour days, six days a week. And, uh, knowing I was going to have a baby, I just knew that wasn't going to work. So I got into online marketing. I started a podcast. I, I made a lot of connections and, and just immersed myself in the world of, of marketing and trying to find ways to transfer my sales skills into marketing. And so I did that, uh, made some, some great friends, and, and got involved with uh, the company I'm with now, which is Lead Pages, which is basically you know, th- the most amazing software for anybody that is doing any kind of online business. It allows you to focus on you know, your product and, and doing the things that you're passionate about rather than having to worry about trying to figure out what works in marketing. And so I got involved with uh, Lead Pages. I, my title for them is conversion educator. So my job is to teach people basically how to do marketing that, that is really effective, how to get more leads, how to get more sales. And, 
you know, get, get things going so that you can focus on the things you're passionate about in your business. And, go, and with that, uh, I host our podcast called Conversion Cast. And we feature a lot of guests, probably similar that you would have, uh, but we have, you know, the, the marketers and, and, you know, CEOs and founders of companies like AWeber, Moz, Kissmetrics, uh, and, and other great companies like that. Well, that's wonderful. And Tim, uh, in terms of uh, the reason why you got into it, I, I'm exactly the same. I've got two young young boys, twins, and it's one of the reasons why I wanted to have a work from home lifestyle and app development, you know, enabled me to do that. So it's just a terrific motivator. And to, to anyone listening, you know, if you've got kids on the way or you're thinking about it, then it's just a great way of, uh, you know, being around their lives and being more involved in their lives than we would be normally if we're, you know, working these nine to five jobs or in your case, uh, almost every hour during the day. So <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, just, I wasn't, I wanted to be around for him, you know, I wanted to be a part of his life and and not uh, come home from work, you know, at six o'clock exhausted and, and have my wife go, oh, you know, he rolled over or, you know, oh, he said his first word. I wanted to be around for that, even if it even if I don't hear it or see it because I'm in the other room, you know, she can go, hey, come in here and I can run in there and see it. Uh, but I could still, you know, come into my office and do work that I'm really excited about and that that changes lives. So I'm with you on that. Well, given that, you know, you wanted to be a rock star and. Uh, that uh, would you say that nowadays, you know, the app developers or even the online marketers, there's the, the kind of the new rock star, is it? Yeah, yeah, in a way, in a way, it's like the super nerdy rock star, right? Like we're the we're the rock stars to to like you know other people that that want to be doing what we're doing, I suppose. Uh, and and you know, I guess it's funny because the reaction that that you get when you tell somebody that you um, that you're a musician or that, you, you know, you play guitar in a band and that's what you do for a living. And then they go, well, well what do you do to pay the bills? Um, the reaction to that versus, uh, the reaction when you say I'm an, I'm a marketer or I'm an internet marketer, um, people, the reaction is really similar. Um, a lot of times they, they say, yeah, great, but what do you do to pay the bills? And, uh, I say, you know, I'm, I'm a marketer. That's, that's what I do to pay the bills. And they kind of just give you a funny look. And so I think it's the same thing if you probably if you were to say, you know, I, I'm an app developer, they, they probably go like, well, what does that mean? Or, you know, you know what I mean? Well, actually, we've got a, a quite good press because it's always in the news that, you know, some yeah. young kid has sold out for $30 million. <laughs> and, uh, you know, with uh, WhatsApp being sold for, was it 19 billion? And yeah. uh, Instagram, all these apps, you know, I mean, it's constantly in the news about uh, young kids and apps. And and so, you guys I, yeah, I, I feel quite proud to go in and say, hey, I'm an app developer. And you must be rich, man. You must be really rich. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that. I, I don't I don't hear that. I hear, I hear well, what the heck? is an internet marketer <laughs> yeah well that's amazing that still that's the reaction you know given all these years that uh, well, obviously we've been involved in this and uh, and so um you know tell us a little bit about marketing because this is the app guy podcast we like to have uh, i guess a focus on apps and uh, maybe we could learn a lot from you in terms of marketing but but how it would apply to apps sure i mean you know the thing is this is one area of business that i think most entrepreneurs uh, it's not that they ignore, but it's that they fear. And, you know, they fear it because I think, you know, we naturally as people have this tendency to believe that in order in order to profit, in order to have a successful business, it means we have to like take from somebody or hurt somebody else or or be, you know, I don't know, slimy and weird. And really marketing isn't about that. So if you make a great app 
And, uh, you know, it's going to whatever it is, it doesn't have to change somebody's life. But if it makes them smile, it makes them laugh. It, it takes away their attention for a little while. It helps them do something, whatever it is. Then you really have a responsibility to to, you know, make that make that, you know, get that out there in the world, you know, to get that in people's hands if you really made something that you believe in. And so uh, marketing is really all it is, is an opportunity for you to share something valuable that you've done with more people, you know, and, and scale. Um, you know, it's kind of the difference for me between sales and marketing sales is, is really, in my opinion, it's always been kind of one to one or one to few, whereas marketing is, is one to many. And so there are so many different things that we could talk about in terms of marketing an app, but it really is kind of your responsibility as, as a developer of an app that you believe in to, to get your app out there and get people to check it out. Yeah, because I think uh, one of the interesting things we've had from the past guests is one is to solve a problem, a real world problem, you know, something that is causing people a pain point right now. And so if you think about uh, some of the successful apps, WhatsApp, for example, the pain point was that we just uh, didn't want to pay for text messaging and it was all these uh, you know, costs on, associated with our uh, mobile plans. And then WhatsApp came along and it was suddenly you could uh, send not only text, but images and video and audio. And it was just a wonderful you know, invention. And so the r real problem solved there. Um, but is that important to you in terms of marketing and focusing on the problems that need to be solved. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, the thing that kind of keeps me going in, you know, sometimes when I, I'm, you know, giving a training that I've given, you know, a hundred times before is I remember that a lot of the people on this, on the call or the webinar or the training are learning something that is going to help them uh, make their business a success. And so, when I when I'm when I'm doing this, I'm always remembering, you know, this is going to make an impact on some people's lives. And I'm constantly getting feedback saying, you know, oh, my gosh, I never thought to implement that in my marketing or, you know, I, I never realized that this was something that was so simple I could do. And um, and then I'll get another email following up saying, you know, I did that and, you know, I signed up a new client or, you know, I sold X amount of things or my email list has gone from, you know, 10 to 500 or something. And just hearing that, it, it reminds me that, you know, we're actually at lead pages, we're doing work that really has a big impact on people's lives and people's businesses. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely kind of always thinking about what kind of an impact my work can have on the world. Well, this is the App Guy podcast, and we know that you carry a smartphone. We love talking about apps. Perhaps we can ask you to pick it up and give us one or two apps that you know you have on the home screen that you just can't live without or, or maybe ones that we've, we haven't heard about before. Yeah, I can do that. Although I will say, I probably am not going to give you anything super, uh, super creative. <laughs> right. Well, those music apps, come on, you're, you must have like some really interesting uh, uh, entertainment <laughs> apps on there, or uh, you know, anything that uh, uh, connects you with new, new and upcoming musicians, or anything at all. Yeah. So I, I mean, one that I love to use um, all the time is there's actually an app for for guitarists, um, UltimateGuitar.com. It's it basically breaks down a bunch of guitar tabs into uh, iPhone-sized, uh, you know, basically tabs so that I can sit there and play guitar and learn a song and not have to pull out the laptop, not have to scroll around on the screen. So I do love that one. Um, you know, I use, there's actually an app uh, for any Scrubs fans. If anybody loves the TV show Scrubs, there's a character on the show named The Todd. And one of his favorite things to do is he, he constantly gives high fives. So the actor, Robert Mascio, who plays the Todd, came out with an app called High Five. Now, there's a whole bunch of high five apps, so you got to find the right one. 
Um, it's got a blue logo with it's, it just says HF with like a, a hand that looks like a high five. And it's all one word, high five. So, um, but it's a really fun app. You can send your friends uh, high fives from the, the actor that played the Todd. And uh, it looks like the Todd. And, and there's some kind of vulgar ones. And it's really. <laughs> so, how do you send someone a high five? Does it, you know, like, is it a little video or an yeah. animation or something? Yep, it sends them a link to a video so they can, they can just do it that way. Um, you can do it on Facebook, Twitter, or you can actually just text message it. Isn't it great, the app world, you know, all these different yes. things that come on. Who would have ever thought that would have been, you know, something know. that we'd all, like, you know, really need and is solving a problem. But <laughs> no, I'll, I'll give you one that, that I, I think a lot of people probably use, but I've really, um, I've, ever since I've downloaded it, I've been trying to come up with different formulas and stuff for it. But if it's, uh, if this, then that. Um, if you haven't seen this, it's it's IFTTT, I think is what it, what it comes up as. But if this, then that. It's awesome. It, it basically allows you to create these different formulas between um, apps on your iPhone. So um, if something happens, like for example, my the first formula I ever did was if somebody tags me in a photo on Facebook, it instantly downloads that photo and saves it on my iPhone. So it's like, it, yeah, that, their app has become really useful, hasn't it? It's, it's actually, I use the app now more than the desktop version. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I, I never use the desktop version anymore, but I love, I love the app. Yeah, I love the way they've integrated as well with the uh, iPhone that now, now you can actually, yeah, auto upload uh, photos from your uh, photo stream. So uh, yeah, that's uh, IFTTT. All these links are going to be on the, uh, the show, show notes at theappguy.co, theappguy.co. And uh, there's also there, I think I've put together a, a, 50 pay, a 50 apps report from previous guests. So I know that uh, some of those you've mentioned may get onto that report as well. So that's great. Um, you know, Tim, uh, one of the other things we like to do on the App Guy podcast is we, we are a bunch of indie app developers. We love solving problems and uh, trying to think about apps that would uh, solve these problems. And the best way to do that is either to ask you if you have an app idea or if you haven't, then we can ask for uh, you to think about your business and any particular pain points you have in your business right now that uh, maybe warrants the need for an app. So, you know, things that are really frustrating you in, in your business. Sure. I think, um, you know, it's funny. I've been thinking about this in terms of like a podcast that I wish somebody would start. And I bet it would work really well with an app. I would love it if somebody would develop an app that uh, had a daily copywriting lesson. Uh, because I'm really deep in studying copywriting right now. I'm reading The Boron Letters by Gary Halbert, and um, and I'm taking a, a bunch of courses and reading a bunch of really great copywriting books. But I'd love an app that was just like a daily copywriting lesson that I could take, an interactive lesson where I could, you know, um, I don't know, it, it could be like a maybe a, a sentence that I had to uh, dissect and change some words or um, I had to, you know, create i don't know i don't know exactly what it would be but i'd love like a daily copywriting lesson app i would buy that like right now <laughs> right okay uh, you know i've not come across one actually but uh, in fact one of the uh, previous guests uh, ali uh, carterhouse who we had on uh, was uh, coming along the same lines but uh, a daily app that would uh, teach it would give you one thing to action in terms of social media and then it would be like a path that you walk along and then you take these actions every day and at the end of the 30 days you've you know you've actually set some uh, some goal and some task that you've achieved and it sounds like that that could be something similar where you you have um, a, a daily routine of learning something new in copywriting that this app would help you uh, achieve. 
Yeah, it's like it's like Lyft for copywriting, or in that case, like Lyft social media. You know. Yeah, you know, Lyft is really. It's been amazing. The, the developer there built that in four days. You know, coded right. that in four days, and it's phenomenal. And you know, it's not the most attractive looking app. There's certainly better apps out there. Uh, Everest, I think, is one that looks a bit better. But just in terms of the usability, and it's become a phenomenal sensation, and it really does change behavior. It's changing me, that's for sure. Yeah, I I use Lyft every single day uh, when I when I run. So. Um, and, and I actually interviewed Tony. I haven't been able to put the episode up yet, but yeah, it's, it's, it's so great. I, I really love that. app. Oh, well, we're going to have to, um, go over. When do you think the episode's coming out? We'd love to, I, I think I'll certainly be listening to that. Uh, how, how can we get hold of that, that uh, episode when it does come out? Yeah, they can go to conversioncast.com slash lift. Um, but it's, I'm not sure when it's going to go up. We've actually, we've kind of switched our format a little bit. So, uh, it's an interesting, it, this is uh, the, the whole world of podcasting is super interesting, especially when you come at it from a marketing angle. Yeah, you know, I mean, we are on a podcast right now. And uh, what's great is that we can appeal to people wherever they may be. And I think with podcasting, it's a sort of thing that you do when you're running or when you're mowing the lawn or, uh, you know, commuting to work. And you just I guess you get the attention of people. That's one of the, the big advantages I find. Yeah, Absolutely. So I've got an idea. I think I'm sorry. I, I just I'm interjecting, but I have this great idea that I think would be really helpful. So, would you mind if I gave just like a brief overview of a great way to, um, I guess, start a marketing plan for if you're developing an app? Yeah, please. Well, I've got my pen and paper ready. Okay, perfect. So here's here's what I would recommend. So the 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 number one thing that I think, uh, and I've got a lot of friends who are app developers, and, and um, one of which is, is Robert Mascio, the Todd. And so uh, one of the biggest things that I think a lot of app developers are not doing is focusing on their, their app as its own business on its own. And, um, and I think what you tend to see a lot of times is you see, um, you see app developers kind of letting iTunes or, or the iTunes store um, or letting you know, uh, Google Play, right, that's the Android one, um, you know, letting that be the marketing. And at the end of the day, that's kind of like only focusing on SEO for a website, right? I mean, that's not the only way to market. And in fact, uh, if you rely on those things, you're actually going to struggle a lot and you're constantly leaving your, your business success up to other people. So here's, here's the, f- I, I'm going to give you something that you could literally go out and do right now. And that I promise you will, will really get your results if you work at this. So what you do, the first thing you do is set up a landing page. All right, start collecting an email email addresses. And if you're not doing this now because you're focusing on your app, you're, you're missing the ball. So go sign up with something like Aweber, Mailchimp. You know, get response. I'm I'm not. You know, I, I don't care who you go through, but go sign up with an email provider. Set up a list so that you can start collecting email addresses because this way you can constantly communicate with people, whether or not they bought your app or, or downloaded your app, or, or whether or not they really even know anything about who you are and set up a landing page. And you can do this with our software lead pages. You can hire a developer to do it. You can do it yourself if, yourself if you understand you know, that kind of coding programming. And set up a landing page. And what you do on this landing page is give away um, some tools or resources that somebody who would, would be the ideal customer for your app um, set up a, a list of resources that they would want. So for example, let's say Let's say you did have, uh, let's say you were like a, a potential Lyft app user, right? So you would be somebody who is trying to set goals to make, you know, make diff- a difference in your life. Uh, and so this could be, you know, you could really target runners. You could target, you know, people that are studying that are trying to do X, Y, Z, whatever it is. 
And so you set up a list of resources for them. So you might create a page that had a picture of maybe somebody um, like running down a path. That could be the picture on the page. But as they're running, they're looking at an opt-in form. In the opt-in form, the headline could say something along the, along the lines of the five tools I use uh, to run 5K every day. And then you, you, know, you have them opt in and you send them this list of resources. And this list of resources doesn't have to be anything insane. It could be simply a one-page PDF that lists you know, maybe five different resources. And you know, one resource could be um, you know, it could be like a really nice running or uh, a really nice water bottle that you bring with you every time you run or something. It could be like the wrist strap that holds your iPhone in. But one of the resources is your app. All right. It's Lyft or whatever your app is. And then you provide links in that guide. And so now this does two things. One is you're, you're building a list of subscribers that would potentially download your app Two, you're marketing your app to them within this list of resources. And now, you know, on, on this email list, what I suggest that you do is every three days, and this is a number that we've settled on based on tons and tons and tons and tons of data and research. Every three days, send them an email that links to some kind of a course that helps them, in this case, maybe helps them set goals, right? So it could be like you could break them through the SMART goals, right? Um, I, I haven't gone through this in forever, but it's like, you know, specific, measurable, attainable, that kind of thing. So you could do like lesson one is specific and talks about how to set a specific goal. And then lesson two talks about how to make them measurable, right? And you set up this course and then at these each each lesson through this course is maybe a video view. Uh, it doesn't have to be a video, but I would recommend doing a video. It's great. It builds engagement. Um, and this could even be like a video that you do in ScreenFlow where you're just showing, you know, screenshots or, you know, you just uh, you could do like a, a keynote or a PowerPoint presentation, whatever you want to do. And you do like three minutes of, of some kind of valuable lesson. And then the last minute you suggest how your app can help them and something that they're going to get out of using your app. So, for example, with Lyft, it would be like, you know, you get the social element of it. You get other people kind of urging you on and that kind of thing. So whatever you would want to do, uh, you know, whatever you want to promote in your app. And then below the video, you have a link where people can download your app. And so this is if you just set this one thing up in the beginning in your business, you're going to start building a list. You're going to have a bunch of people that are really engaged. And then guess what? When you release another app, people you already have a list to promote it to. And you can get that promotion right up front. And when you email the list, they all go check out your new app. And then, of course, it boosts you in the rankings in the iTunes store or the Google Play store. So that's a great place to start. Well, Tim, that is uh, your episode 80. And out, out of all the different episodes, that is some of the most valuable advice I think I've heard in terms of promoting specific apps. So wonderful that you uh, went through through so specifically. And I guess just expanding on that then, uh, I mean, that's obviously a great way of building a list. And uh, then I'm thinking of the way Mailbox, the app Mailbox uh, w w really uh, came to market. That was uh, the mail app that uh, changed the way we think about mail and kept us uh, uh, keeping uh, email at zero. And uh, the way they really marketed was they built this list of uh, beta testers, people that would have to subscribe to get in an early, uh, early into their uh, app. And uh, only these people that subscribed would uh, actually get notification that they could uh, download the app early. And, and that built up such a following that uh, then they became you know, hugely successful and got bought out by Dropbox for a billion or two. So um, 
it's just thinking that yeah the power of uh, list building and creating an emotion before the app is actually launched yeah it was like when people were clamoring for invites for gmail right like oh, yeah i remember that yeah <laughs> you would actually tweet when uh, i think well, i can't it was twitter right? yeah and uh, you know i need i need uh, an invite can you get me one yeah 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 and now everybody uses gmail but back in the day you wanted you wanted to have it because it was like this cool thing you had an invite to gmail so there's a great idea if you're marketing an app that has you know any elements like that what a great idea absolutely Good yeah call. i guess an element of scarcity isn't it and uh, then also like appealing to a, a tribe right exactly well, there's so many thoughts there. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking as well, is it possible to approach other people that have lists and cross-promote? Is that a suggestion that you, you would recommend? Yeah. I mean, there's so many different ways to do that. And here's a good way to do that. Um, you could do, like, for example, why not do a webinar with somebody else who has a great list? And then they promote to their list, you promote to yours, and you split up the time on the webinar with, with giving value. Don't just go and pitch for, you know, you pitch for a half hour, they pitch for a half hour. You provide, you know, maybe do like 20 minutes of value and then a pitch. Then they provide like 20 minutes of value and then do a pitch or something along those lines. Don't, don't use those specific numbers because this is just giving an example. But now this is a way to utilize their list because they're going to send people from the list to the webinar, they're going to register for the webinar. And those people are now subscribers that you can put onto your list. And so, yeah, that's a great way to do it, to cross-promote. And how are you doing your webinars? Is it uh, using uh, Google Hangouts or doing something else? Nope, uh, we use GoToWebinar. Um, and, and so what we do is basically we have, within lead pages, we have a whole bunch of great webinar registration pages. Um, in fact, we have actually two ways uh, there's a lot of ways, but there's two main ways people can register for a webinar for us. So they could, uh, one is we just have a, a, a webinar registration page. So if you go to leadpageswebinar.com, you can actually see one. And uh, it's just our webinar registration page. It gives you some details and kind of is it's enticing and, and people can register there. Another way is when whenever anybody gets on any list for lead pages or conversion cast, so they they opt in to get, say, that that five you know tool guide, um, once they once they enter their email address and click, you know, yes, I want to receive my guide, it sends them to a thank you page that says, thanks so much. Your materials are on the way. By the way, we also have this great webinar that's coming up and, you know, you should register for the webinar and, and blah, blah, blah. And so then what happens is when people register for the webinar, not only do they get registered for the webinar, but they get opted into our email list. This is just full of golden nuggets here, and uh, Tim, I just feel like you could be our weekly guest. I think. Uh, you know, I was just thinking actually. Um, I did uh, end up registering for a webinar recently with a mobile a a company called Accelerator, and I'm I'm pretty sure they were using GoToWebinar. How do you find the registration on a mobile phone on iPhone? Is it something that can actually be done, or is that is that one of the frustrations of using GoToWebinar? Nope, they actually should send you an email. So they should send you the email registration. Yeah, I'll, I'll check into that. It's a company called Accelerator. They were doing a webinar and I thought it was rather stupid because they were, they're a mobile app provider and they were doing these webinars and you couldn't register with a phone. Uh, you had to actually go and use a flash-based uh, desktop. You couldn't use, yeah, you couldn't use an iPhone. Uh, yeah, so you can actually register like with lead pages, um, which is our software. You People can actually register um, on mobile, yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. So did you, um, in terms of the tra traffic that comes to your site and various things, have you got any stats that would be show us the split uh, between smartphones and uh, using desktop? 
I would love to, but I actually don't know those stats, which makes me a horrible marketer. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's just one of those things. Obviously, I'm passionate about uh, apps, and I, I love to hear that you know, thirty percent, forty percent, almost fifty percent, sometimes of uh, a website's traffic is through mobile. And uh, what, what's interesting for me is I have all these discussions with clients from a couple of years ago. You know, they were saying, oh, we don't need a native app. You know, we, we're very happy with our website. Then they come down and they, they go on to they choose a, a, a mobile responsive uh, page, which uh, was uh, still you know a very good solution for many uh, businesses. Um, but more and more people now are realizing that uh, I think there's Flurry just came out. Flurry are the biggest analytical company uh, for uh, mobile phones. And they came out with the staggering statistic that 83 percent of a person's time on a phone is spent within a native app, an app that is uh, has been downloaded from an app store. And only uh, you know a small amount is actually in a browser on yeah, the phone. That's, that's super, super interesting. You know, it's really funny. We have um, when, when is this episode going to be live, Paul? Uh, so this is going to be live in 12 weeks from today. So that's uh, April, May. Uh, it's going to be coming out uh, just just uh, the start of June. Okay, so I can I can kind of share this. So um, we actually recently had a Dollar Shave Club. Are you familiar with Dollar Shave Club? Yes, I love that. I can't wait for them to come to the UK. It's one of the <laughs> pains about living here in the UK. We get things, you know, two, three years later. Yeah, so they we I, I actually recently had uh, Mike Dubin, who's the founder of Dollar Shave Club on Conversion Cast. And something interesting that they did was they actually found a um, they they found a a ten percent oh wait let me check this because I don't want to screw this up uh, I believe it was a ten percent but don't quote me because it's been a while since we did this interview uh, a ten percent increase in conversions when they they actually went to uh, responsive they initially went to a mobile site so it was m.dollarshaveclub.com um, but that but they they actually found it was a pain in the butt to to update. So I think, I mean, I think you're hugely right. It, it was either 10% or 30%. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think it was a 30% increase in conversions. So, um, yeah, sorry about that. I, well, I, should, certain, certain, I mean, irrelevant of the statistic, it went up, which yeah, is, it went, uh, it went yeah. it, uh, way up. Yeah, absolutely. And it was all, all because they switched to responsive rather than, um, having, you know, no, you know, just having their website to where somebody had to go to their website and, you know, um, yeah, scroll around and try to find the stuff like you would on a regular desktop site. Well, if you still have, uh, if you're having them as a repeat guest, please ask them when are they going to set up in the UK? Because <laughs> I'm I'm paying about $15 for my Gillette razors and it's just driving me insane. I can't wait for the Dollar Shave Club to come over here. I mean, yeah, it's just a beautiful thing about Kickstarter, isn't it? Uh, the fact that uh, all these uh, wonderful uh, products are coming out of Kickstarter. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and don't lie, Paul. You know you want the the one wipe Charlie's men's butt wipes. Right? Yeah, <laughs> just uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to actually see if that really is genuine because I, I, I still uh, I, I've got twin boys. You know, you've got Owen, I've got uh, Jacob and Freddie, two twins, and uh, I honestly can't believe there'll be a, a product in the world that is just a one wipe for them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are there is there is no one wipe for for babies. Yeah, <laughs> right. Tim, it's getting towards the end, and uh, I'm really sorry to say that we uh, have to say goodbye. I honestly feel I could talk to you uh, for a long time. So before we do, um, what is the best way that we can connect with you, reach out and uh, get in touch? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you two things, which goes against my philosophy of only give people one call to action, but that's okay. Um, so, so two things. One is you can go to conversioncast.com. And all the resources that we talked about are are there in terms of, you know, actually seeing the the marketing implementation. 
So um, if you want to, and the reason I'm saying this is because if you want to see what it looks like when we get people to register for webinars, if you want to see a resource guide landing page, um, like I mentioned earlier, you can do that. And, and here's, a, here's a URL for that. Uh, it's conversioncastgift.com. And that's a resource guide landing page. So you can see what I was talking about earlier when I said, you know, five tools or something like that. We use a, a report with 20 case studies. So um, so there's there's one way. The other way is, you know, I, I'm really big on Twitter. I love Twitter. So um, go, you know, I'm on Twitter at Tim the page and it's P-A-I-G-E. So at Tim the page. Uh, any any questions you have about marketing your app or anything we talked about today, jump on there and, and I'll be happy to interact. And of course, I'll be in the comments for this um, for this episode um, on, on the website. So, Well, Tim, it just leaves me to say thanks very much for joining us on the App Guide podcast. I'm going to be a regular listener to your show. That's for sure. You sound like you've got some great guests and uh, I just appreciate you coming and spending the time. And, and literally, that's been a, a wonderful episode. I, I'm going to take action based on your suggestions and I know that a lot of people listening to this will be doing the same so really appreciate you just delivering this great content and I hope to get you back on the show soon awesome thanks so much Paul it was awesome being here thank you for listening to this podcast stay tuned for the next episode if you want to be a guest on the show or suggest someone then please send an email to info at onemob.com the app guy podcast 